Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Hello and welcome back to What The Gap Podcast. You're here with your host, Kenzie. And AJ. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! We are back. We are back with another... I guess you'd call this kind of a solo episode. We're back to just us. <laughs> I hope that's not disappointing. <laughs> but we hope you all loved last week's episode with the awesome Tim Hanley. If you haven't gone and listened to that, we'd head back and listen now. Otherwise, let's jump right into it. How was your week, AJ? My week was really good. Thank you for asking. Uh, my husband... <laughs> it's part of the podcast, huh? <laughs> it's oh, not because yeah. I want to know. <laughs> So my high for the week was I have been offered a part-time position. <laughs> so that's really fun and exciting. I'm not 100% sure the details of it all, but I'll let you guys know when I do. <laughs> okay, well, don't share everything. <laughs> You'll lose the job. <laughs> yeah, true. And also, I'm really happy with myself in terms of giving myself time to do the things that I love like I'm actively trying to do it and I've started something this week uh, a little like graphic design project and I'm absolutely loving it I'm you are a ball of a time doing you spent it. like yeah hours yeah the other day and we even sat down for coffee and you were like can I get back to my project I was like I you love sitting down for coffee with me <laughs> I know. but you were so in your zone it's awesome and it's coming along so well yeah so I'm excited to finish that and post it well, you should give yourself a little plug because you've been sharing the design on, is it DayJ or J Creative? I've been sharing it on DayJ, but once I've finished it, I'll do like a whole thing on J Creative. Okay, well go follow both AJ's Instagram accounts then. The links are in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> in your bio? Yeah. In our bio? Oh, but like... Or in our show notes. Yeah, on all of the bios. Yeah, but if they don't find one of your Instagram accounts, how are they going to find the other? Okay, just go to What The Gap Podcast and then find it from there. Yeah, it's easy. (laughs) Anyway, what about your low light? I didn't really have much of a low, apart from, I'm going to say this again, but the stupid weather messing up my running routine. That was a very annoying thing. Yeah. But that was kind of self-inflicted because... I was so engulfed in my project that I kept on leaving it too late and then the weather shit itself and I was like fuck. It did. (laughs) Yesterday he went out and it was like five minutes you'd been gone and I just saw it bucketing and I was like oh my god that looks horrible. So I called you I was like just come home like it's just terrible you're gonna get a cold it's not the right time to have a low immune system things like that so yeah i'm glad you came home it was really nice that you called i thought you might like it it was sweet aj loves when i'm like protective or something yeah it's nice because it's quite rare for me i suppose it's quite common that you'd be like i hope you're okay or something yeah always checking in and stuff but i'm usually like oh you'll be fine yeah, I would hear from you for so, like the whole day. Yeah, but it did. It got to that point where I was like, no, it's bad enough. I'm going to call him and tell him to come home. Anyway, I'm glad that you didn't have much of a low light for this week. What about you? Tell me. So in terms of my running, I actually hit an all-time high this week. Holy shit, you did. I went on a beautiful run. And I said on my Instagram, from the get-go, it was just one of those days where I was like, it's going to be a good long run day. I know I'm going to 
achieve this essentially. I went out to get 25K and I felt so good that I thought, let's do 30 if we can. I'll just run 15K one way and then see how far I can run the way back. And it was, yeah, just a gorgeous day. I was listening to the Running World UK podcast. Um, I think I listened to about four of them over the time and it was great. I hit that 30K. I felt amazing and I'm just really excited because I think my running schedule is working so well for me. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to hit that marathon sometime soon i'm still gonna be taking it bit by bit like next week i might be like 25 30k again yeah i'm trying to aim for like two weeks at one long distance if you get what i mean so i hit a half marathon for two weeks in a row and then i upped it to 25k so yeah that's kind of what i'm basing things off anyway it's going well another thing i just wanted to say was sometimes i like go to sleep at night And my brain just starts ticking and I just have all these ideas. I know people relate to this, but just some really cool things come to mind. It's annoying as hell because I'm trying to wake up at 5am and my brain is not letting me sleep. But I came up with this really cool business idea in the middle of the night after my goal setting session. And I'm not going to share it just yet, but I basically started coming up with all these cool names for this, this business idea? I haven't even told no. you this. Oh, no. Shit. Okay. I started coming up with all these names and I literally, I'll show you now. I have this list that I just, I like added a couple and then I was like, okay, I'll go back to sleep. And then I came up with a couple more and I kept grabbing my phone just to write them down. So I have like 12 names here of like this business idea. Was this the other night when we both couldn't sleep, but we both didn't know that each other couldn't sleep because I was up on my phone. I think so. So you were actually up and like writing stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Just quickly. Like, I was just getting my phone and then writing it down because I was like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and forget. Because you always think, oh, I'll remember this. It's fine. And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, what the fuck did I think at night? I have no idea. So that was cool that, I don't know, this business idea just sparked in my mind. It's kind of like, it could be where I want to take things. So, yeah, my goal setting, it's working. It's arising some inspiration and that's exciting yeah anyway the low light is apart from my big run and things like that to be honest it was a pretty low energy week right up until my big run i was actually on my period and oh god just sometimes it's hard being a woman especially with like i feel like my schedule and lifestyle it works if i'm at my optimum but everything (laughs) comes falling down as soon as I'm not yeah just it was kind of tough I mean I was good because I I wasn't too hard on myself like on Thursday I hit this wall probably because of my long run and a pretty bad sleep that night I needed a little bit of time to just slow down and actually just recover from that long run yeah and so I took the afternoon off and just dived into my goal setting made a tea you know had a snack just really relaxed yeah and yeah that was really good but it was just up and down the whole week essentially it was just a roller coaster and it's just it's hard it honestly is because you're aware that your emotions are going crazy but there's nothing really you can do about it and i mean i think this happened on monday I felt amazing, you know, after my class and going for a walk and just kick-starting the day. I felt so good. And then by about 3 p.m. in the afternoon, I just felt so low and down in the dumps. 
and just like oh everything's hard everything sucks and it's just like it's not you it's your hormones and so you've got to be really aware of that you've got to know that like i don't actually feel shit about life right now this morning i felt great it's just your hormones you know coming into play and it can be really hard because you're just like yeah why do i feel so crap (laughs) anyway that was my week do you have a recommendation this week aj what about your update on your change? Oh my god, I always forget about this. <laughs> so it's like our new season thing and I forget about it every time. So a couple of episodes back, I mentioned that I was going to start having more protein shakes and just implementing more protein as opposed to just having like, I guess, smoothie bowls, but also having them as a shake themselves, you yeah. know? Yep. So using my macromite protein and just having it more sporadically throughout the day and I've been doing that, using it as a snack, and I just love it. It's definitely working. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, just knowing that, yeah, that's a small thing I can have post-workout or something, if I'm rushing off to do something else afterwards, and it's just bloody delicious, obviously, because it's macromike. It's going really well, so I'm very happy that I kind of reminded myself that I don't need to have, I guess, protein powder in the form of a meal all the time. You can just have it as a shake. That's yeah. not going to be a revolutionary thing for anyone. <laughs> but sometimes you just forget these things and you're like, oh no, that's a way I can easily bring in more protein into my diet, you know, by just having this, you know, small, it's like, it ends up being like half a cup, you know, yeah. of, yeah, a shake. I'm happy. How are you? That's good. <laughs> well, my update, I mean, what I wanted to change was trying to bring in manifestation Oh, yeah. What have you attracted? Um, Apart from me. <laughs> always attracting Kenzie. And, okay. Um, <laughs> no. Apart from when I'm not. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say some story, but I thought I won't embarrass you. Okay. Thank you. Um, I might at a later date. But <laughs> all right. Uh, no, it's going pretty good. I've been trying to manifest and think about the things that I love to do and putting them into play and like I said with my graphic design project Mm. I mean I don't really have to manifest that I just have to start doing it and (laughs) then it just happens and I get taken over and I go into a whole new world and zone out Mm. and I'm just smashing it but maybe that is a bit of manifestation because you're putting out into the world the things that you love and then in turn it's kind of giving you ideas yeah. Or like business venture ideas. Because even you said to me, like, it'd be so cool if I could, you know, turn this graphic creation into a business where I sell prints and things like that. Yeah. So it's like, you can't expect it to happen in a matter of weeks, but I reckon it will slowly give back, I suppose. No, I definitely think it will. And and you said you've been in a great headspace where you felt like you've got more direction you feel like you're giving to the right things and boom, a job lands in your lap. Well, exactly. That was the second thing, you know, thinking about positions and what I want to do next. And then, yeah, this opportunity has arisen. So mm-hmm. it's definitely working. And now I want to do more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Any recommendations this week? I do. I have a couple. First things first, I've been kind of sharing on my Instagram and on the podcast that I've been trying to listen and inform myself as much as I can on the Black Lives Matter movement, basically just replacing, I guess, my usual sources of education like podcasts with Black Lives Matter content. Um, 
Yeah, because I feel that's that's a way I can consistently maintain learning and not just do it, you know, as a once-off, go sit down and read an article. But it's like I listen to podcasts all the time. The least I can do is change the type of content I'm listening to. Yeah. Anyway, I always listen to Abby Chatfield's It's a Lot pod or It's a Lot <laughs> podcast. It's great. It's funny. Anyway, she recently released an episode called Petition for Glow and Sunny to Start a Podcast. Glow and Sunny are a couple of colored women who I think they live in Sydney and they've been quite a big part in, I guess, voicing their opinion, being a part of rallies and different protests and things like that, and just being voices online for the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And I want to say a couple of things in terms of this podcast. Firstly, I thought it was really, really great that Abby had these two on and literally sat back and just gave them the platform. She didn't button. She didn't speak much. She acknowledged that the point of the podcast was not for her to speak or to respond or anything. It was for her to give her audience to somebody who needed to talk to them. Mm. You know, I thought that was really admirable. Like, finally, you know, a white person realizing that this isn't about them. Stand the fuck back (laughs) and let the right people come forward and have a voice and give your platform to them because that is the most powerful thing you could do. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was really admirable. I really liked that. That's awesome. Um, And she took that upon herself to do that. Mm. You know, it wasn't, I don't know, somebody else telling her or being like that's the smarter thing to do or whatever yeah um so i thought that was really cool like that's quite insightful to know to do that yeah uh another thing i found really interesting was basically they were talking about how they felt about being on social media during this time and how there is a lot of pressure on anybody who is colored mixed race or black to be a spokesperson and to be guiding white people as to how they can help and as to how they can fill the gaps that essentially we've created as white people and i just thought like firstly how eye-opening is that um because i think it's so easy to take for granted how much black people are doing to educate us right now you know we're looking to black people like what do you want us to do tell us you know tell us what racism is like for you explain it to us Like, how draining that is to be a black person who's already gone through the struggles of, you know, who they are in life. Yeah. And now we're like, it's your role to educate us. It's just like, fuck, it's a lot. And the way Glow and Sunny explained it, they were like, it's like asking someone who's already hurting to stand up and be the spokesperson. Like, they are hurting right now. This is so emotional for them because it's kind of a representation of how they've felt during their life coming to absolute light. And, yeah, it's an emotional, tumultuous time. And yet we're being like, can you stand up and be the spokesperson? It's just, imagine how draining that is. Mm. So I just wanted to say, like, to anyone who is a black person, who is online, or even not online, maybe it's in your social spaces. I'm sorry that you have to be this spokesperson right now. I'm sorry that you feel the need to be. I'm sorry that white people are relying on you for direction right now. 
And I also want to say thank you so much for that direction. Because I know that even from being in my own social spaces, there's only so much you can take from a white person at the moment. You know, like we as white people can share these different things or like actions that we can take. But at the end of the day, I want to hear it from a black person. I want to hear that what I'm doing can help a black person. I don't want to hear it from a white person. I want that confirmation that what I'm doing or what I can do is helpful and is impactful from a black person themselves. So I understand that at the end of the day, a lot of this responsibility falls on black people once again. It's just a heavy weight. It's a heavy burden for a group of people who have already felt a heavy weight, a heavy burden. So I just want to thank them so much because I'm, I mean, like, it's already been a lot to deal with systemic racism. And now that you have to stand up and be the leaders for change, whilst you've also dealt with this hurt, like, I honestly applaud you. And I do think that as white people, we need to recognize how draining that is and maybe even try to take a little less or try to remove the weight that we're putting on black people in the sense of expecting them to educate us. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's our responsibility. It's not theirs. So if they go quiet on social media, like it's, it's not your responsibility to call them out or to, I don't know, even message them and be like, can you tell me about this? You know, like that's draining in itself. Go do your research. Anyway, I, I really wanted to recommend that podcast because It is very insightful from, I guess, a colored person's perspective as to how they're feeling right now. And I think we need to be really gentle around that topic. I also thought it was interesting. They spoke about how, as white people, it really is our responsibility to call out friends, family members, people in society. Because what we don't understand is that when black people do all the work, they get boxed as an angry political black person. That is what they are automatically stereotyped as. If you received a DM from a black person right now who said, you know, I don't think you're using your platform appropriately, da-da-da. It's a white person's response to go, oh, that black person is angry, yeah, political, maybe over-the-top, insensitive, all these things, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas, and they get boxed in that for life. You know, as the angry black female, especially. Like, black females who stand up to speak get absolutely boxed as that riotous female at the rally who needs to kind of quieten down. Whereas, if we, as white people, are calling out our friends and our family members and people in society in general, we don't get boxed. A family member might dislike us for a moment. There might be a bit of tension. Mm. But they're not going to think of us as that angry black advocate. We will not get boxed like that. Yeah. Or in any sort of permanent way. And that's just the privilege we have as white people. So, yeah, in short, we need to use that. We need to be these spokespeople because I guess it is these stereotypes like the angry black female that has helped to perpetuate racism. So it's like it's our role to use our privilege now Uh, To put ourselves in the tougher positions or tougher scenarios where we are the ones calling others out because we realize it won't have this long-term effect on us. Mm. It will have that short-term effect of 
you know, causing a tense scenario, but that's nothing on what it could cause for a black person. Yeah. So we really need to be taking that action in our social situations. So that's a couple of the points I took away from that podcast. But as usual, I could never say it quite so well. So go listen to that podcast, Petition for Glow and Sunny to Start a Podcast on Abby Chatfield's It's a Lot podcast. Anyway, my next recommendation is a blogger I've been following for a while. She's based in Melbourne and her name is Emily Pamio. I hope that's the right pronunciation as always. I've been following her for ages and she just has such uplifting content, honestly. She shares a lot of food, travel, lifestyle, inspiration, a lot of mental health conversations. And I just think she's really real, really honest. And I'd say she's probably one of my favorite kind of Melbourne travel and lifestyle bloggers. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also plant-based, which is awesome because she's done a lot of travel. So I've seen a lot of different plant-based kind of food destinations across the world that oh, cool. I want to hit. Yeah. Uh, she's also been kind of known for her summer camp experience so she shares going over to the u.s and being part of those big summer camps you know yeah which i i find quite interesting like i've seen a lot of people online do them and i guess i've always wondered why you go what the benefits are is it the life-changing experience that people talk about um and she's said that she's done them quite recurrently like she's gone back and spent her summers in the u.s doing these camps being a camp instructor things like that and i just think that's such a cool thing to do like she's just a cool person who's quite open to just i guess doing the things that she loves and sharing the things that she loves and she obviously really enjoys things like hiking and being in touch with nature and things like that so i think all of that just makes her such a wonderful person to follow She also shared with me recently how she's been spending her time in ISO and I just wanted to share it um, because we are kind of going back into semi-lockdown here in Melbourne. So it's a good time to have some things up our sleeve (laughs) to maintain that sense of mental well-being. Not only is it important to follow people who are uplifting like Emily herself, But she said that she's been doing watercolor painting during isolation. Painting's so good. And she said that she's not been putting any pressure on herself, doing nothing amazing, but just playing around with colors and recreating memories. So potentially from her summer camp experiences, you know, maybe a beautiful lake or something like that. But I just thought, you know what? When we were last in lockdown, I didn't really do anything too creative like that. But if we do go back, I mean, certain suburbs are already in lockdown at the moment. If we do go back into full lockdown, I will definitely be taking on some sort of creative activity like that. And also really thinking about how my social media landscape looks. Because as Emily even said herself, she's been watching a lot of TV as well. A lot of screen time. I think we all do and have increased our screen time whilst we've been in this COVID period. So I think it's more important than ever to be aware of who you're following and the type of energy you're getting from your online places as well. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah. I signed up to do Camp America when I was in the UK. Did you? Yeah. Why did you go? 
I really wanted to and a few of my friends had done it and I'd heard some wicked stories from them and yeah I'll be so keen on that so I signed up I did all of the online applications I went to the talks in London at this university mm-hmm. I got everything ready and then I don't know what happened I was at the final port like I'd done my first interview um, and you sort of have to tell them about what you're into and how you can help at the different camps yeah there's so many like there's science camps there's like archery camps there's like you know like every kind of thing there's a camp for it yeah and so they get all the pool of people and they like sort of distribute them out as to where they're like their heart lies yeah what they'd be <laughs> keen on yeah and um yeah i got all the way up to the end point and i just had to pay the initial money to like do it mm. and then i don't know it was around that time when i decided to come back to nz and call my uk trip a little bit early and come back for the summer so wait so you were tossing up go back to new zealand or go to camp america yeah why did you go back to new zealand i don't know oh i'll keep it in mind if it's something you'd still enjoy i don't know i think there might be age restrictions on it though oh really yeah oh damn we'll have to look into it yeah no it's definitely if you're interested in it as well I would totally follow her. I think she's also got a YouTube channel where she shares her experience in a bit more depth. So we'll even go look at it together. Okay, (laughs) let's do it. All right. right. Shall we get into this week's episode? You always ask me this, Anwar. So it's always yes, because that's what we're here for. So let's go. Are you listening? So as you can tell from today's episode title, this episode is all about turning time into quality time, because that's what we're all searching for. We're all trying to find this balance that doesn't really exist (laughs) so it really helps if we're able to maximize the time we do have across all the important areas in our life and really just seize the moments we have for really giving each thing we value our all you're so pretty when you talk oh shut up i just listen to you all day anyway we've broken up this episode into a couple of key points so this episode is all about fitness and side hustles or career and then the next episode is all about relationships and self-care so we'll be talking in this one about how you can really maximize your fitness routine even if you've got a short amount of time and how you can maximize any extra area of your time for your side hustle stop it now you're just staring at me what I do. Anyway, we've got a few points here about how we maximize our time. We're first going to talk about fitness. Shall we jump straight into it? Yeah. Looking at you, the master of his fitness routine. Well, that's the first point, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. Why don't you kick us off? So our first point we have here is having like a pre-planned workout routine. Yeah, really important. Which means... There's no wasting time. So you go to the gym, you go for your run, you go to your class, you know what you're doing and you get there and you just are straight into it. hundred percent. There's so many people I know who have gone to the gym in the past and just got there and spent 20 minutes wondering what equipment they're going to use, what workout they're going to do. And at the end of the day, you could have been and done your workout in 20 to 30 minutes. So it's all about knowing and preparing beforehand, you know, like the best athletes come prepared. And that is literally what characterizes the good from the bad in terms of like an efficient athlete. So, you know, you might not be working to athlete standard, but you should still apply the same practices to really utilizing your time. Like even the last, what, year and a bit, 
when I did go to the gym, like on those sporadic occasions, mm-hmm. I would just go there and be like, all right, well, what do I know how to use? Um, yeah, okay, I'll do a few of these. A few minutes later. Yeah, I'll do that. Get forward. Okay, what's the time? A little longer than a few minutes later. Oh yeah, I've been here like 45 minutes. Should I go for an hour? Oh, nah, that means I need to start a new set. Oh, I think it's enough. Let's go. <laughs> and like, I've barely broken a sweat and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you literally would come away like, more chill. Like, it was yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's terrible. And I did that for so long and I'm just... Just you would, over. like, never push yourself. Never. Ever. Ever would I break a sweat unless I worked out with you. If I worked out by myself, <laughs> I wouldn't break a sweat. Ever. How fucking shit is that? <laughs> which is so funny because he used to be like, no, nah, I think I'll work out by myself today, which essentially means I'm going to go do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing, but just easy. <laughs> Which is nothing because you have to give your body reason to change. And every time you go to the gym, or most times you go to the gym, you should be putting in some work that's going to progress you. No, I know. And it's funny when we talked about these points. How many times have you gone to like a big gym where there's, you know, tons of equipment and gear and there's people everywhere and you see those people that are just fucking doing nothing on their phone, taking selfies in the mirror. And they'll spend like an hour on one machine and do like three sets of something. 100%. And that leads me on to my next point, which is something I am so passionate about, is when you train, train fucking hard. That is what you have come to the gym to do. You have come to the gym to be outside your comfort zone. You have not come to chill. So spend that 40 minutes outside of your comfort zone. It's just 40 minutes of your day. Don't take, like AJ did, an hour and a half to break a sweat because you are not using your time wisely. And that's why I think I love HIIT training. It's because there's no bullshit. You just get straight to the punches. You can spend 20 or 30 minutes and you're keeping your heart rate high the entire time. You're training hard and you're making and maximizing every single minute of training. Now, I'm not saying you have to go and do HIIT training every time. I think there's a certain amount of HIIT training that's good and then it's unproductive. Mm. But overall, just maximizing when you go there, if you're doing a 40 minute strength sesh, start, you know, set your timers and stick to them so that you are really utilizing every minute and realize that you are not in there to chill out. You are in there to move your body and to make some productive progress. So when you train, train fucking hard. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I guess another side point we had to that was just turn off your data, turn off those distractions, even put your phone away. Like I know a lot of people who don't even take their phone on a run or something. They just use their Apple Watch or Fitbit for a timer and that's it. And that also ensures you reap, obviously, the most physical benefits when you go to train, but also the mental benefits. I know sometimes I've gone on a run and, you know, I've sunk into a groove and I've got out my phone and started responding to messages. Mm. And it's like, you don't end up getting that mental escape from the run because you feel like you were still almost active and available for everyone. Mm. Whereas your training time should be that time you go away and you focus on you and you think about nothing but the training at hand. 
Or, I don't know, a podcast you're listening to, music you're listening to. But other than that, you shouldn't be distracted by other things. So I do. I think it's really important to not be on your phone at all. It's so unproductive. It also, like, throws you off your game in so many ways. Like, for instance, the running... If I've got my headphones in, like it connects to all the sound on my phone. So mm. if I get any notifications or anything, You're they come from my phone. And yeah. I'm immediately not thinking about the run. I'm like, oh, what is that? Should I reply? Yeah. Yeah. And so I've had to turn off my notifications for particular moments mm-hmm. and like set that up on my phone. So I can just be like, cool, I'm running. Boom. Nothing disturbs me unless you call me or something. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there are so many instances where that could be so distracting. Like for me, if I have my data on, I might get a message from a client or an email from a client and read it then and there. And then where's my head at now? It's at a completely different place. I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about how I should get back to my desk and I'm not focusing on the workout anymore or giving myself that time. Another thing is we get messages when we get parcels. And I know this has happened to you before. It's happened to me before. I've got a message about a parcel arriving and I've been excited about the parcel. So I've thought, oh, fuck, fuck. I'll wrap up my workout quick and go get that parcel. (laughs) And it's like if you just had your phone off, you wouldn't have got that notification. You just would have wrapped it up and then, you know, completed that fitness box and moved on to something else and found out later that the parcel had arrived. So, yeah, long story short, just... Remove the distractions and get a real workout in. Yeah, and it doesn't take much to like actually set up your phone so it can do that, and you can still take it and listen to music or play mm-hmm. your podcast. Also, and nothing else comes in. So true, and it's like forty-five minutes a day. Stop making excuses about what you're going to miss. You're really not going to miss that much, you know. And if somebody really needs to get hold of you, they'll call you. Anyway, next point. Next point. So another thing that I've recently realized is putting a time limit to your workout is so beneficial and i've figured this out through working out with kenzie and all of her hit classes and strength classes that we've been doing Mm -hmm. and she's very regimented with the time limits because she's doing them online so they have to be stuck to a certain time Mm. well people sign on and it's like they expect and they put aside 35 minutes if i say 35 minutes it's got to be you know a 35 minute workout maybe a couple minutes warming up or getting on or anything but other than that it can't be much longer so i've got to make sure it hits that time limit every time yeah and it's it's so good for me because i'm like i'm going to the gym oh god i could be here forever but i know i'm going there it's gonna be 35 minutes i'm just gonna get sweaty as fuck and then it's gonna be done my god like it's over before i know it and you're leaving the gym yeah and you've just done a really good session Oh, I absolutely love it. So time limits and knowing are mm-hmm. very, very key. Yeah. And in line with that as well, I think it's quite important to actually plan the rest of your day ahead of time. So say you're in isolation right now and you're planning out your own schedule. It's actually quite a good idea to put time limits almost on everything else so that you know you've only got a finite time to work with, mm. you know? Because sometimes we go to the gym and if we've got three hours handy or if we don't really know how much time we do or don't have, we go in and we're just blank. We're kind of like, oh, well, I could spend all day here. There's no rush. (laughs) Whereas if you go in and you're like, I have to have this done so that I can have my next work task done by 12 o'clock, you're very aware that you've only got 40 minutes to work with and that's going to make you work hard, you know? Another way you could actually do this, and this is what I do sometimes, is just pick a podcast. 
because podcasts are around, you know, say 35 to an hour long, yeah. which is perfect workout time. So chuck on a What The Gap podcast if you're listening. <laughs> Shameless plug. If you're listening and working out right now, then you're already steps ahead. And commit to running or working out for the duration of that podcast. That's yeah. a great way to stay occupied. And also tell yourself that you cannot respond to any other distractions during that time that podcast is playing. Yeah. Another way that's not so much to do with working out, but just being incidentally active is something that I've talked about before is I always make, I guess, time that I've already committed to active time. So if I've said I'm going to jump on a call with someone, if I've got to commute to a meeting, I've got to commute to work. I mean, that's not really the case for us at the moment, but it can be the case for others. Maybe you're meeting a friend, anything like that. Make it active time by walking there or biking there, or however you like Mm. to be active and on the go. But use that time that you've already committed and make it more quality time in a fitness sense by making it active and making that commute a way you can integrate movement, I guess. Another way I used to do that was when I was studying or finishing my course, I used to take my lectures on a walk. Because I was like, who can be asked putting my lecture on and sitting down and watching it? Not me, but if I'm outside enjoying nature and I chuck it in my ears and I'm learning, I don't mind at all. So it's a really good way to really maximize that time and actually make a lot of things you don't enjoy, i.e. work commutes and studying, that little bit easier by just actually making it active. And I, I think it's a good way to keep learning as well. Chuck on a podcast of, you know, a new topic you want to learn and go for a walk. Yeah. And that's a really good way of like doubling two things you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're really good at that because you do that with all your work tasks as well. And fortunately enough for a lot of the things you do, you can do them from your phone. So Mm. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things I can't do while I'm on a walk or something, like all of my copywriting and social media content and things like that. But there are some things I could always take what the gap content on the go. So that's something I do mostly every day for us. If you follow What The Gap, (laughs) another plug, What The Gap podcast on our Instagram, you'll probably see our stories come up and little podcast promos when there's a podcast gone live. And that's all me. I run the social media essentially, apart from, I mean, sometimes you jump on and (laughs) you'll probably notice when AJ's on the stories because he adds this little memoji. Yeah, most of the time that is me. And I think like if I'm going to be sitting on my laptop all day scheduling social media content or doing website design or something like that, I may as well take the tasks I can do, mm. you know, on a walk. And and to me, that's absolutely maximizing time because if I tried to fit in both, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I'd have to sacrifice one or the other. Like I'd either not fit in getting that What The Gap podcast content out or... I'd not be able to go on a walk. So may as well bring them both together and really, again, maximize that time. So I do kind of look at my schedule and I go, what tasks can I do on the go? Right, I'll do those when I go on a walk. And it actually really helps for being able to achieve more. I know this is more about like a fitness sense, but in terms of a work productivity sense as well, 
It means I come back and I'm ready to get into a work task because I feel like I've been out and about, you know? Whereas if I'd done all this What The Gap podcast promo and I was just sitting here, do you think I'd be ready or feel ready to get, you know, right into the next task? No, I'd feel like a break. Yeah. You know, so it's a mental thing as well. It's so good. Yeah. Another thing that um, I've definitely been realizing lately, and I know that you've done quite a lot of, is integrating fitness with your friends. Yeah, I love this. And I guess learning from you, I've realized I can meet my friends at certain locations and make that my run or mm-hmm. see if they want to join me on a walk to a destination and we meet like somewhere close to home and we go there and back. And it's, it's so good because you feel amazing afterwards, during, and you have all that time to actually catch up with your friend. Yeah, well, you both go away having done something good for yourself. And it's not only that social side of coming together, but also having moved your body. And like, I guess I'm lucky because I have a lot of friends who love to be active, whether that's going to a class together, going for a walk. I have some friends who love running as well. So we'll often plan like to book into a class together or go for a walk together. And those are some of my favorite catch ups where you know, they're active catch-ups. We go for a walk and we grab a coffee and we actually spend that whole time talking and it's lovely. And you come back and you've had a great catch-up, but you've also moved your body and upped your step count. And it's a great way, again, to make that time real quality time for your fitness and health as well. Yeah, like you don't just have to sit there and eat brunch and smash a massive meal and sip on coffees and then leave being like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Well, there are days to do that. Oh, yeah. There absolutely are. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, you know, down that or anything. No. But I just think that if you can integrate fitness with friends as well, it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. You know, I think that's why even my classes are fun. And I, I'm looking into bringing in some boot camps. And I think that will be, yeah, so enjoyable for people. Because you almost forget you're moving your body because you're enjoying yourself with friends. Yeah, on the subject of my classes, another key tip I have that I've really realized over this time is how productive it is to work out from home. Because you completely take out that transport time. And also, you don't have to be motivated to even get in the car and go to the gym. All you have to be motivated to do is get some gear on and get in your living room. That's it. Not even get gear on if you don't want. No! And you can just get started and be done in half an hour and jump straight in the shower. And I think that's what's so, so great about working out from home is you don't have to counter in all this extra time that many of us don't have. Mm. And also don't want to give to stupid things like commutes, you know? So it's like, save your time and just work out from home. You know, whether you jump on a virtual class or whether you just follow a YouTube or something like that, working out from home can be really productive for your fitness. Yeah, that's so true, especially in the evenings. Sometimes you're like, oh, I really don't feel like pushing through and doing this 6 p.m. class. And then, you know, of course you have you have an obligation to do it because you've got people booked in and then you do it. And then afterwards you're buzzing and you're like, oh, that was so, so good. I'm so glad I pushed through and got it done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I wouldn't say I'm usually much of like an evening exercise person, but at the end of the day, when you are at home, as I said, all you have to do is motivate yourself to make some room in your living room. And I do, I have the obligation and 
it's not just the obligation. I want to be there. But it is. It's just like I'm more naturally motivated in the morning because I'm an early riser. And that means I probably hit a wall earlier in the day than a night owl would. But, yeah, once I get into it, I'm absolutely fine. And, you know, the class is over before I know it and I'm in the shower, which is great. And I guess that's something I've learned is, like, don't let your mind tell you when is and isn't the right time to move your body, I guess. Like, we often overthink and and tell ourselves, oh, it's 7 p.m. now. I don't have time. You know, I've lost the day. I better make dinner and go to bed. It'll all be too late. And at the end of the day, nobody's telling you when the day is over. You decide when the day is over. (laughs) So... 6 p.m. is not the end of the day unless you say so. Unless you call it a day in your own head. So (laughs) I think, yeah, it's just something I've realized. It's like sometimes I've been so caught up in a task on my laptop that it's taken me to like 7 or 8 p.m. And I was going to work out that day. And I said to you, I would do a workout. And you're like, oh, you finished far later than you thought. Are you still going to work out? And I've said to you, no, I am. I have been working away, sitting on my laptop for ages. I don't care that it's eight o'clock. I'm going to do my workout now in the living room. And I felt amazing for it. And it's made me realize that the only person who told me I couldn't move my body because it's now past 8 p.m. is myself. And I just think that's an important thing to remember, even in terms of maximizing your time, is you're not out of time unless you say so. Yeah, and honestly, you're, you're so disciplined with it. Like for me, as soon as it's dark, especially in <laughs> winter time, I'm like, oh no, I can't leave the house now. But it's like five thirty. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't. It's it's dark. I need to stay in. Like, I don't, it's too late to work out. And uh-huh. then- it's literally all in your head. Like we're gonna go do a lower body strength session after this podcast, and literally it is. It's five thirty now. It's dark, and like. I know, that's when you start looking at me. In fact, he did just 20 minutes ago. Go, do you want to do it tomorrow instead? And it's like, no, just because the sun is or isn't up doesn't mean it's not a good time to move your body. It's all in your head. And like, we are trained to kind of rise and fall with the sun. But it's like, it's winter. Of course, it's going to get dark earlier. doesn't mean you have to absolutely stop your day. (laughs) Or it doesn't mean you have to call it and say, I can't move my body today. You just maybe have to adapt how you move your body. But yeah, I think that's an important thing. We often waste time going, oh, no, I can't now. Oh, should I? Maybe I should. It's like, no, just do it. The workout will be done by the time you've debated back and forth. You know, I, when I think back to how much time I spent just debating whether or not to move, <laughs> holy shit, I could be like CrossFit champion by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. And it's like, as I said, if it's like 8 p.m. and I go, no, AJ, I'm going to move. All I have to do is voice that to you and put my mat out. And that's enough commitment. Because once you've started, you're already doing it. It's going to be over in no time at all. So like to the people listening now, I dare you to just say to whoever you're around or to yourself, I'm going to do this and just let your body take you to the, to the place you're working out and see what happens. You know, you only have to commit once and you're good to go. I think that's a really important like mindset hack is don't (laughs) let the sun tell you when the day is absolutely over or that you can't fit in something else because 
if the day has got ahead of you and you haven't got your workout in yet, you still can. You can get in a short, quick workout. It's all in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we move on to side hustles and really turning time into quality time? Yeah, let's do that. For your little entrepreneurial project. (laughs) Okay, you kickstart us off, AJ. Alright, so first thing we got here is... So it turns out we had a lot to say on maximizing your fitness time. No wonder, because I'm so into fitness, I could talk about it forever. But basically, we're going to split this episode up. We're going to talk more about side hustles and career and maximizing your time in that area in the next part of this series, How to Turn Time into Quality Time. So make sure to tune in to the next episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you valued this part, don't forget to share on your stories. We absolutely love when we see how you're listening to What The Gap podcast. And of course, we'll be continuing to talk about how you can have some really productive workout sessions in our Facebook group, What The Gap podcast. So make sure you have joined that group. Anything else from you, AJ? No, I think that's it. As always. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next part. Bye. See ya. Are you listening? Damn.